This is Wisdom from the Wardrobe, brought to you by Michael Bruce Image Consulting. Welcome to Wisdom from the Wardrobe with the Michael Bruce Image Consulting team. This is your daily dose of, well, sorry, not daily, weekly dose of style conversation. I don't think anybody can handle it daily. I know. I, I could not handle it daily. <laughs> For sure. Your weekly dose of style conversation where we take the topic of style very seriously, but not ourselves clearly by the start of this show. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so let me introduce you to everybody. First up, we have Bougie Bruce. I want to be called Bad Bruce like Bad Bunny. <laughs> no. <laughs> Not happening. <laughs> it takes enough to rein you in as it is. <laughs> Eric, don't you think I should be Bad Bruce? Absolutely. There you go. You're so bad. <laughs> Eric. <laughs> don't oh. encourage him. <laughs> Oh dear. Next up, we have the Baroness of Bylines herself, Beck. Excellent. I like that one. That's new. I like it. <laughs> and I am Lady P. And in as the house, always, Lady P. As always, I'm Lady P. In the hizzy. Uh, those that don't know me, my name's Pamela. <laughs> but yeah, for some weird reason, they call me Lady P. In Lady my P's in the hizzy. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. <laughs> we're off the rails and we haven't even started. I, I just don't know if I can handle this. And today. our wonderful producer, Eric, is in the Eric, house right here. Round of applause for Eric. He does an amazing job for there us. So, um, excellent, we, Eric. Excellent, Eric. Well done, Beck. Yeah. Yeah. Go E. Go exceptional, e. Eric. I don't know. We got to come up. There's a lot of good E words. Yeah. All right. Enough. <laughs> All right, we also all right. have a guest on the show today. Uh, we have the queen of cuts and color herself, the wonderful cat from kitty, Salon kitty cat, 8. Kitty, in kitty cat to the hell. Hello. <laughs> all right. So before we get into our conversation topic, Beck, what's in the news this week? Uh, okay. So um, we're going to take the awards show across the pond and give due to the Brits. Uh, oh, the BAFTAs yes. were uh, the last night this weekend. What's today? Monday? Monday. Yeah, last night. <laughs> Jeez Louise. I don't even know. Yes, it was last night. And I have to say there were some interesting looks. Mm-hmm. And, you know, there people are doing a lot with sleeves. So, um, you know, you, you look at some people. I have to admit, Ellie Goulding wore this dress. I, I don't know if everyone has seen everything everywhere all at once, but there's a bunch of scenes in there that are kind of odd. It's kind of an altered reality movie. And if you've heard of Hot Dog Fingers, that's what it's from. But she's got this crazy dress with these sleeves that go all the way down. And all I could think of was, oh, it's her version of Hot Dog Fingers. So, you know, not necessarily a look that I would think, oh, hey, that's, you know, that's what I want to go with. And then even somebody like Angela Bassett, you know, who's usually really on it, had these big puffy sleeves that were just, it was very busy and just kind of not her usual style, I think. So, you know, I think it's good that people are having fun and trying new things, but um, Richard Grant was the host. He's an actor. If uh, any of you uh, ever watched Downton Abbey, he was the art collector that hit on Lady Grantham. But he wore this sort of a white cape with this really elaborate neckline, this big collar that stood up. And, you know, it's it's a look. And I think it's interesting that people are having fun. But what I found interesting was that, you know, one of the articles that I found that talked about the good versus the bad, some of what was necessarily the good, I wouldn't necessarily agree with. Like, Florence Pugh had this orange dress on and it had so much 
ruffles and so much to do. Now it was orange. So we'll give her brownie points for wearing the orange, but it just was so busy to me. It felt like the, the tool would be scratchy. And I watched her, <laughs> I watched her trying to walk in it and it was so tight. She couldn't even walk. And, okay, you know, so I'm, I mean, look, I'm looking at it and I yeah. love the color. It's very juicy. It's, you know, a bit brighter than the Tangelo that we talked about last week, but yeah. I knew you were going to say it looks scratchy back. <laughs> oh my gosh. Just fidgety. And even Julianne Moore, with the sleeves again, like her whole, it's a, a black sleeveless dress, which is great. But then these sort of sleeve things made out of feathers. It like, I, I don't, I just, I don't, I don't know. I know. I, and then you it's look not at working. Michelle Yao and she's got the, you know, the blazer with the cap, like, you know, cape, like yeah, capelet. Yeah. 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 And the, but the, not a great color, but I like the right. styling of it. Um, and then you look at like Kate Blanchett and very kind of, um, okay. I love Kate Blanchett's dress. A, I think it's perfect for the look she had in the movie she was nominated for, but it's a very simple black cap sleeve dress with this sort of pearl necklace that almost goes onto the shoulder. To me, that is just the epitome of elegance and simplicity. And I think she looks dynamite. So, you know, again, that's being authentic to yourself. She's not one who's ever gone in for the glitz and all the, Mm-hmm. you know accessories and the whole thing and I think she just looks dynamite so I want to yeah. um, just point out Jamie Lee Curtis really quickly right from a styling point of view so people can get a visual of kind of a what not to do necessarily if you're somebody that yeah. is through the bottom now she was wearing this gorgeous black blazer but she paired it with a satin ivory skirt beautiful as individual items but paired together Beck's going to love this. It draws that horizon line right across her hips. Right at her widest point. Yeah. And I love Jamie Lee Curtis. I mean, I love her. She's my spirit animal. (laughs) So that's just a cautionary tale to think about those things when you do, you know, a a stark black top and then put a lighter bottom with it. Think about where the line hits and if it's going to cut you across the widest point, you might want to revisit that. So Jamie Lee Curtis normally does a superb job. Like I said, individually, those pieces are stunning, but together they just kind of miss the mark just because of where they cut across her body. Which is interesting. I think the length of that jacket and where that skirt is, is just, it's wrong. There's another actress who I don't actually know. You guys may, her name's Haley Atwell, but she basically did the same thing, same color, the ivory and the black. Mm -hmm flipped where she had the ivory on top and the black on the bottom but it's a sort of a cropped top and the balance is just so much better so much than better. what jamie lee curtis did yep. can yep. we just talk about anya taylor joy just for a second i don't okay no, okay, okay. okay. <laughs> yes please do p you well, say it. I think architecturally i love the you know the shape of that it's very reminiscent of what cardi b wore at the last awards she mm-hmm. had the blue version but it's it's a lot but the color again be careful with color you know where it hits with respect to your skin tone if yeah. it's too close it's not going to have the desired impact so this this outfit that she's wearing kind of a micro mini dress with all of this cape like thing that sits on her head mm-hmm. from a kind of cut in a fabric and a an architectural point of view it's quite stunning but it's kind of missed the mark because it's too close to her skin tone yeah For i me. thought the same thing with lily james it's a very architecturally cool but the it her dress is just an ivory with sort of it almost looks like a grate across like a pizza shaped grate across her chest and it's sort of like if you look down too fast you're going to jab yourself in your chin i don't know i didn't love that <laughs> you know it's that it's that the whole idea like you said with cardi b where the clothes sort of stand up on their own they're not fitted to the skin they sort of stand up outside and it's 
I just think it looks a little awkward for me. I don't know. I just don't think it's a good balance. And I think Lily James is a beautiful woman, but I just didn't think that dress did much for her. I think the hood was too much for the mini for that mini skirt dress, personally. So for you, out of balance. Yeah, way out of balance. I mean, you wouldn't mm-hmm. just do. I mean, that was like that's a lot of hood. <laughs> yeah, it's a lot of hood. Mm-hmm. It just didn't make any sense to me. I mean, I didn't think that the styling of that dress and that hood connected at all. It didn't connect. But we could go on forever about the BAFTAs. <laughs> Why don't we uh, – we have a wonderful guest here we should introduce and uh, yes. and get rolling. <laughs> yes. Okay. All right. So as I said, the wonderful cat is here. So last week's show we talked about – the uh, Pantone spring-summer colors for 2023. So as it's kind of miserable outside, we figured we'd keep talking about spring because we've got something to look forward to. So welcome back to the show, Kat. Thanks for having me, guys. And yes, I mean, I feel like that's why most of us wore pink today, right? We're trying to draw in all the like spring flowers and all of the mm-hmm. things. Exactly. So for those listeners, Bruce is wearing blue. Light blue. Uh, I'm wearing a bunch of blue today. So You are. But as ladies are wearing some form of pink and red. No. <laughs> You are. And I thought about that, but then and we, someone and we told me that for our Instagram, we need to have blue. So I decided to wear blue. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So let's um, get into our topic for today. So um, Kat is amazing at what she does. She's been on the show a number of times. So, you know, we love her expertise and the way you explain things so clearly for people. So um, spring, summer. So Trend, you know, every year there are trends that come for clothing, but what people maybe don't know is that the, the same thing happens with hair, um, with the color and the different cuts. I know in the past seasons, you know, all over TikTok and Instagram, you've heard about the wolf cut and you've heard about this and you've heard about that. So what I'd love to do today is kind of talk about uh, maybe what's on its way out mm. and what you see are the hot trends that are emerging in hair cuts and color for spring and maybe summer 2023. I, I don't want to make the assumption that, you know, the, the trends for hair stick around for the for both seasons, like clothing does. Would would that is that a, you know, does that happen or is it really blocked into spring and then something else happens for summer? I think there's always transition. So, you know, I think first and foremost, you know how I'm always gonna dive deep into skin tone, right? It always comes down to <laughs> and as stylists, we talk about um as we're training, we talk about, you know, yes, you can be a neutral, but you're always going to gravitate towards one or the other a little bit more, right? You're always going to be a little bit more warm or a little bit more cool, mm-hmm. regardless, which means sometimes as you're going into spring, you might get a little more color as you're tanning and outside mm-hmm. in summer, right? So we shift the tonalities a little bit. So sometimes when we talk about the big trends, the trend is the hub, and then how we adjust it and modify it per the actual season is just usually the smallest tweak. So Some of the cool things that I'm really seeing making its way forward, which I'm really excited about, are you're seeing more warm, natural blondes. You're no longer seeing that aggressive, excessively cool blonde. The mushrooms are on their way out, thank goodness, because honestly, it was kind of one of those hues where where it can be really fun and really exciting, but it can also be very drab, right? Mm -hmm. And so just like cool tones on like an... um, I mean, I hate to say an older woman, but a more mature woman, anywhere from like 30 and up, right? We want to look younger. We want to add some youth to it. So what we need is we need a little more glow so (laughs) we can get that with a little bit more of those warm hues. So as we transition into that, it's overall becoming a more youthful look, but a very nice youthful look, right? So. When you're talking about more natural tones of blonde, can you try and describe that for our listeners that don't understand what that means? 
For sure. So the best way I can describe it, and this is the extreme, if you're looking at it solidly, is that Pamela Anderson blonde. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, uh-huh. Everybody but knows what that looks like. Everyone so knows what that looks like. Point. But of course, it's not going to be as drastic when you're adding that high to low contrast with the naturals, right? Mm-hmm. Another great way to describe it is if you were ever, like we're talking about dark blondes or what people will call dirty blondes, right? Um, if you were a dirty blonde, when you were a kid, you were probably very blonde just by being sun-kissed outside. That's the color and tone we are going for now. Mm-hmm. So it's very natural and very true to a sun-kissed blonde. From a technical element, I'm very like excited about this because it requires serious skill. You can no longer cover mistakes with toning. <laughs> I'm doing that. So I'm oh, like, there you Let's go. go. Let's go. We're rising here. Cat, <laughs> hey, guess what we're doing next? Oh. Like, we're gonna Are you going to go blonde again? I don't know. Cat and I will talk about it off air. <laughs> My next appointment. Next episode of. <laughs> That's exciting. We'll see. All right. So I think we'll take a really quick break there. And then Kat, when we come back, maybe we can talk about the things that are on their way out and then talk more about what those emerging trends are. So um, we will be right back after this break. Don't go anywhere. Do you feel like you're stuck in a style rut? If so, take the first step on your journey and go to michaelbruceimageconsulting.com. Fill out their simple personal style assessment and schedule a complimentary, no obligation, 20-minute style consultation. Let the experts help you gain some perspective on your style challenges. Hey, 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 welcome back to Wisdom from the Wardrobe with the Michael Bruce Image Consulting Team. We um, have a wonderful guest today, and it's Kat from Salon 8 in Bellevue. It's and- funny, though, Kat, you said blonde. You know, I was totally blonde when I was a kid. If anyone's seen our Instagram lately, like, I'm all gray now, and the, the color that's left is dark. But when I was a kid, I was blonde with the highlights. So, you know, happens to the best of us. Your hair gets darker as you get older. Right? I was not blonde with highlights when I was younger. <laughs> no, not so much. I don't right. imagine that you were, Bruce. <laughs> I'm with you. I'm with you, though, Beck. I was blonde, um, like quite blonde. And as I've gotten older, it's gotten darker. Um, and this is going to sound bizarre. And I don't know this. If this is an actual fat cat. But actually, after having kids, that's when my hair started to get much, much darker. So now I'm that kind of you call it a dirty blonde where I'm from. We call it dishwater blonde, uh, which is not a very nice way to put it. But yeah. <laughs> All right. So before the break, we would we talked about how you know, those natural blondes are going to be kind of more on a trend. Let's quickly talk about what's on its way out from the last season so people can keep up to date with what was happening. And if they're thinking that maybe I was they were going to do that, they might want to rethink it and kind of look forward to what's coming. Yeah, for sure. So everything's softening. Everything is softening. So the excessive, aggressive money piece on his way up, on its way out. Um, again, the like intense contrast of the like very cool, very dark, on its way out. Everything What's the is- money piece? I got to back you up because I don't actually know that yeah, term. <laughs> no. That's a great question. So the money piece essentially started off as the brightest piece in front of the face where if you pulled your hair back in a ponytail, you would naturally get sun kissed right at that hairline. Right. Okay. But as we know, trends intensify, right? It gets bigger and bigger and bigger. So the money piece actually started to transition almost into that 90s chunk right in the front of the face. Right, right, um, right. That's the brightest point. So that's on its way out. It's starting to soften and go back into its natural place, which is lovely and beautiful. As you start to see um, browns, you're seeing less aggressively contrasted browns. You're seeing more warm browns. My favorite description of one of the most popular browns out there coming out is that is that Louis Vuitton brown. 
Interesting. Interesting. It's a little bit of that like chocolate, like bright chocolate hue, mm-hmm. but very warm, glowy hues are on their way back in. And so you're even seeing more caramel highlights. Mm. You're seeing more of that brown, that Louis Vuitton brown being that like beautiful highlight towards the front. And you're seeing less aggressive contrast and more staying within that natural, I've been outside, but I've maintained, if that makes sense. Mm. I always joke your stylist should be your own personal brand of sunshine, if that makes sense. Oh, I like that. I like mm-hmm. that. Okay, so, so I got a quick question for you, though. <clears throat> a couple of years, mm-hmm. even last year, I saw this. Corello DeVille came out in 2022, I believe. And the extreme kind of like white, black, I started seeing that everywhere. Is that completely, that look completely done? So that's yeah. half the head is light and mm-hmm. half the head is dark. Like you're drawing a line down the middle is what Bruce is describing. Yeah, no, I truly don't think that look's going to go anywhere because I think it goes with that punk rock, like edgy version of it. Like fashion shades aren't going anywhere. Fashion shades are still in. Okay. Right. Um, They're just done a little bit better now. Okay. And the same goes with the contrast, but I don't think you'll be seeing it as much anymore, but you will still be seeing it and you'll see variations of it. You'll see variations of tones. You'll see variations of like versus blonde and dark. You might see like neons, neons in those hues are making their way as far as. Wow. Okay, so that's the colors. What about really quickly the cuts that are seen there? You know, dis- going to disappear a little bit, and then we've got move on to some other questions. But yeah, so the cuts. Let's talk about those. We talked about. Yes, you mentioned the wolf so, cut. Is that staying? So, what is the, the wolf, wolf cut, cut? Also known as the shag. It is the a shag. shag. It is the type of shag, right? <laughs> it is the timeless shag that we've just added variations of. So the wolf cut is actually getting a little more extreme. You're seeing longer legs and people actually adding extensions to add more of a disconnection and making it a little more mullety on the rocker end. Hmm. However, what you're also seeing is you're seeing the opposite end where you're seeing lines come up, which to me is my favorite. I'm biased. My hair is short, but also I think bringing your hairline up a lot of times is like that own personal facelift that costs you less than money. Save yourself the money, cut your hair, save on the facelift, right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a hundred percent. Well, I look back at pictures of me when I right? have long hair and my face is thin and I just, it's not, I have too much hair. I look way better with short hair. So I agree hundred percent with that cat. Yeah. 100%. Your haircut is your facelift. So you're seeing things come up even in like the younger crowds. Like you're seeing Hailey Bieber come out with the shorter cuts. You're seeing mm-hmm. the French girl bobs. You're seeing pixies make their way back. You're seeing um, the Natalie and Brulia of the nineties make its way back. So you're seeing these really beautiful, like you're seeing volume, you're seeing shape, um, but you're also seeing lines that point to people's best features, mm. which is really, really a fun way to do it. So Okay, so quick question for you on, on the men's side. So for a while, yes. men's hair was short, 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 short. And then it's gone long and bushy and a little bit. Where is it at right now? So oh my gosh. I know what Thank we like to do that. for our male clients, but, you know, to get a little more movement, interest, but nothing crazy. But where is it at for men? So I am very excited to report that the groomed beautiful man is making his way back yes! meaning you're a lot more lengths you're seeing like styled hair the biggest request i have is actually a lot of t- a lot of guys wanting to come in and grow their hair out mm-hmm. so they can style it back you, you're seeing guys use mousse again to add texture to their hair guys okay. blow dry hair. so it's no longer the top bun messy bun or the undercut shaved or even the like overly um mad men style right we're actually talking more of that like 
longer layered haircut for men where they Mm -hmm. can push it and brush it back, but it still looks nice if they let it lay in its natural state. You're also actually starting to see a little bit of that balayage and highlight, low light contrasted men, not like frosted tips, Mm -hmm. but again, that very natural high, low. Interesting. Yeah. So so I'm so stoked because beautiful men are making their way back and I am living for this. (laughs) (laughs) I appreciate Bruce asking that question because sometimes we forget to ask the questions for the guys and, you know, and we're seeing this ourselves and, um, you know, that our, our client base, the the male contingent is actually growing. You know, Mm -hmm. the, the percentage of male clients that we have year on year is actually growing. So, you know, try not to forget about the guys that really want to hone in on their style and their style isn't just their clothing it's their grooming and their you know their their haircuts and color if they want to so right. um appreciate that bruce you know but not for the guys he has his right here <laughs> <laughs> I love it. So yeah, overall, when I'm looking at trends, the trends are softening and they're becoming, weirdly enough, a little bit more high maintenance, but look low maintenance. So, <laughs> it's no makeup, makeup look, right? For the, for the yeah, head. The makeup, makeup look, but it's no longer like lived in just beach girl all day. It's becoming a little bit more tailored to each person a little bit more and becoming a little bit more tailored in what feels natural, but kept up. Cool. I, I like that. Yeah. That's, that screams me. <laughs> no, I love it because it's beautiful. Like it's beautiful and not in one way, right? It's right. it's much like it still rages in an eclectic group and eclectic like amount of people, but it it's beautiful. It looks good in either direction. So, okay. So if, you know, what are some things people should consider if they want to partake in the trends? So, you know, Going from one, you know, one extreme to another, if somebody has got the kind of really cold tone blondes or wherever they're at, what are the key components they can should consider before they dive into a particular trend? So before diving into a particular trend, I think the few things that you really want to keep in mind is one, obviously consult with your stylist um, and you're keeping in mind your own skin tone, your hair texture, your lifestyle, your maintenance, Right. But the other things I would encourage you to do is when you're looking for pictures of what you want, identify what you want. And one of the best ways to do that, especially when we're talking contrast, is screenshot the photo and then put it in a black and white filter. So then you can actually see the amount of contrast of high to low you want to see, not just from a back of the head shot, but also from the front of the face shot. Because I think a lot of times people will show up with back of the head shots, forgetting that they don't walk into a room backwards, right? You're right. (laughs) (laughs) You're like, and what do you want me to do with this? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, avoid and try as much as possible to avoid as many technical terms that you hear. So, for example, Mm. instead of being like, I want to be a cool blonde, say, hey, this is the color. Show your stylist. This is the color blonde I like to see. And here's why is because I've had many times where I've heard clients say, I want to be a cool blonde. I don't want to see brassiness, this and that. But they want that very natural Pamela or that like yellow Pamela Anderson you know, looking blonde and contrast or that natural sun kissed. But what they're saying is I don't want to see orange, but from a client or a stylist perspective, you hear that and you think you want to be Elsa, right? <laughs> Elsa from Frozen <laughs> yeah. versus Rapunzel from Tangled. Yeah. So show what you want. Don't tell. Right. So then you can at least say, I mean, I always tell people, you can call it pink for all I care. And I'll, I mean, I'll make it look the way you want it to look. I don't care if you call it cool, brown, whatever. I just need to see what you see so I can make sure you see that. I think you put you made a good point there where people use in terms like brassy, et cetera, not necessarily understanding them. So break it down and talk about actual color components as opposed to terminology. Yeah, just show what you want to see. 
and where you want to see it and what and what's important to you right but then again keep in mind your color as you're following these trends really try to tailor it to you because my rule of thumb is if you have to adjust all of your makeup or have to change your routine to make your hair work for you, then you're working too hard for your hair. Your hair should work for you. It's your accessory. You're not your hair's accessory. Right. right. And your hair is one of the big, you know, the accessory that you have on every single day. You can't take it off. So, yeah, 100%. We would agree. Your hair does not. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So let's say that somebody um, is looking for a freshen up for the season, but they really don't want to like do something drastic, like do one of the trends because, you know, obviously we all know they come and go. So then they're going to have to make another change in four five, six months. What are some of the things that maybe you would consider telling them to to do to just kind of lighten and brighten or, or just feel like they're having a change without doing something too drastic? Yeah. So you have a couple of options. Like if, for example, if you're already pre-lightened and you have some kind of highlights, you can always go in for a gloss and adjust the tonality Hmm. depending on how light you are. So for example, if I have any of my blondes that come in or people with highlights and we're transitioning into spring or yeah, spring or summer, and we're like, let's warm it up a little bit. We'll just change the tonality. It's a quick gloss. It washes out within 20 or about 24 shampoos. Mm -hmm. So it'll slowly fade out and take you back to blonde without having you commit. So right. what if what if you're not blonde? What if like Beck, who has this stunning, you know, gray with the darker roots, you know, how would you how would you freshen that up for spring summer? Yeah, well, I mean, I think Beck, it would depend on whether or not you would be willing to see some tonality in it, right? Because we can go in and soften that with that same gloss and put in a little bit of those undertones and pigments without making her darker or deeper, mm-hmm. but just making her feel a little softer blonde instead of feeling silver. And let I me noticed with out, um. I'm not oh, saying was, Beck needs a freshen up. <laughs> no, no, oh, yeah. no, 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 that's no judgment. Like Beck but, with that hair color. Right. <laughs> it is interesting because what's that movie, 80 for Brady? And I've seen Joan, um, yeah. Joan, uh, Font, Jane Fonda. Jane Jeez, Fonda. I can't think today. Mm-hmm. And her hair looks purple. Like she's clearly gone gray, mm-hmm. but whatever she's putting in it, it's kind of changed it to a purpley kind of a color. So, you know, it's kind of cool. Yeah. I could see kind of doing something like that where like, like owning the gray and kind of doing more like a lavender, like P you had purple hair at one point, you know, yeah. I thought that was a really what neat color. Did I have? Yeah. Beck well, didn't go almost like truly a blue hair. <laughs> yeah. Right. Or to be 80 baby. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> hey, so Kat, real quick, um, before we head out, I got a quick question for you about gray. So yes. it was a big, 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 big trend. Do you see, so women come in going, I want to be gray. I want to be gray. You know, I make it natural. Or do you see younger it women, back? not the women younger my women. age who are yeah. just going gray yeah. naturally, but younger women. Yeah. So we're talking about people that aren't trying to transition into their gray, correct? Right. Yeah. Right. right. Yeah. No, you're not seeing anybody want to be cool anymore. Wow. Like you're really not. I mean, it's very few and far between now that you see somebody wanting to be like that mushroom or mm-hmm. that like really icy Elsa cool. Like, I mean, that look, I think it's just done. Wow. Yeah. Well, there you go. Yeah. We yeah. heard it from the cat's mouth. Yeah. <laughs> the cat's meow. Absolutely. <laughs> wow, we are out of time. I know. It goes by it was so fast. Hey, Beck, where can people uh, connect with uh, Michael Bruce Timbers Consultant if they um, want? MichaelBruceIC.com or Michael Bruce IC on Instagram and um, <laughs> dare I say, www.michaelbruceimageconsulting.com. So. Uh, thanks, guys. It was great. So, hey, Kat, thanks for being on. Um, it's always good to see you and hear you and get your pearls of wisdom. Yes, indeed. Thanks, Kat. Peace out. Thanks, Kat.
All right. See you next week. Bye. Bye. Bad Bruce is out. (laughs) (laughs) If you like what you're listening to and want to learn more about the team, get some great style inspiration and useful style tips on how to elevate your personal style, you can follow them on Instagram at Michael Bruce IC. That's Instagram at Michael Bruce IC. Thanks for listening.